ಮಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಜಯ ಗೋಪಿ ಜನವಲ್ಲಭ ಗಿರಿವರಧಾರಿ ಗೋಪಿ ಜಶೋದನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜ ಜನರಂಜನ ಶುದ ಜಶೋದನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜ ಜನರಂಜನ ಜಮುನತೀರಾವನಚಾರಿ ಜಮುನಾತಿರಾವನಚಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧಾ ಮಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ಗೋಪಿ ಜನ ವಲ್ಲಭ ಗಿರಿವರಧಾರಿ ಜಯ ಗೋಪಿ ಜನ ವಲ್ಲಭ ಗಿರಿವರಧಾರಿ ಯಶೋದನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜನರಂಜನ ಯಶೋದನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜನರಂಜನ ಯಶೋದನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜನರಂಜನ ಜಶೋದನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜನರಂಜನ ಯಮುನಾತಿರಾವನಚಾರಿ ಯಮುನಾತಿರಾವನಚಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧಾ ಮಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧಾ ಮಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧಾ ಮಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ವಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯಂ ವಿಶ್ವಪಾದ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಸಬರಿ ರಾಜ ವಿಚಾರ್ಯಸ್ತೋತ್ರಸ್ತೀಶ್ರೀಮಾಜ್ ಗ್ರೇಸ್ ಶ್ರೀಲಭಯಚರಣಾರವಿಂದಂ ಭಕ್ತಿ ವೇದಾಂತ ಸ್ವಾಯಿ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಶ್ರೀಲಪ್ರೂಪಾದಿ ಜಯ ಇಸ್ಕಾನ್ ಫೌಂಡ್ರಿ ಚಾರ್ಜಿ ಫೌಂಡ್ರಿ ಚಾರ್ಜ್ ಶ್ರೀಲಪ್ರೂಪಾದಿ ಕೀ ಜಯ ಗ್ರಂಥರಾಜ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ ಭಾಗವತ ಮಹಾಪುರಾಣ ಕೀ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಶ್ರೀ ರಾಧಾ ಕಲಚಂಜಿ ಕೀ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಗೋರಭಕ್ತ ಬೃಂದ ಕೀ ಜಯ ನಿತಾಯ ಗೋರ್ಭಮಾನಂದೇ ಹರಿ ಹರಿ ಬೋ All glories to the assembled devotees Hare Krishna All glories to the assembled devotees Hare Krishna All glories to the assembled devotees Hare Krishna All glories all glories Shri Shri Guru and Goranga glories to you Shila Prabhupada so Thank you very much Prabhu for attending today's class and everybody who's listening online seeing online Please repeat after me ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ 
ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम ज्ञान तिमिरंधस्ञानंजनश्लाकाय चक्षुर्मृत येनागुरवे नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोभीष्ट स्थापित येन भूतले स्वयं रूपकदाख्यम ददाति स्वापदाकंचाकल्पतुभ्य कृपासंधूभ्यतीतना पावनेभ्य वैष्णवेभ्य नमो नम नमा ओं विष्णुपादा कृष्णपृष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदातस्वामीनामिने नमस्ते सारस्वतीदेव गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषशून्यवादी पाश्चातिशतारिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभ निनंद श्रीअद्वैतगदाधर शिवा सदिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे ग्रंथराज श्रीमद भक्त महापुराण की जाय शील प्रोपार की जाय सो टुडे वी रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद भक्तम कैंटो वन चैप्टर सिक्स व्हिच इज एंटाइल कॉन्वर्सेशन बिटवीन नारद एंड व्यासदेवा today doing text number 23 so this is a very very important part of the bhagavatam every verse in the bhagavatam is very important and then each of them have a certain flavor so in this particular part of the shrimad bhagavatam which is a conversation between shilanad muni and shilavyasadeva shilanad muni is uh, speaking as the spiritual master of shilavyasadeva and shilavyasadeva himself is none other than an empowered incarnation of the supreme personality of god himself so here we can see that even the lord by his example is uh, uh is showing us something that is very most confidential very very confidential and that is that one should make the instruction of the spiritual master one's life and soul this is actually a very important instruction because the supreme absolute truth is personal and since the supreme absolute truth is personal the best results come from personal interactions so the spiritual master is the representative of the supreme personality of god the supreme absolute truth lord shri krishna himself and this representation comes in a parampara that is called a disciplic succession and so in this disciplic succession what is actually happening is that krishna is showing his love to everybody who touches him through this disciplic succession that is the idea just like we can see the light has gone on here and there is some light here because there is electricity that is actually reaching this building and therefore the lights can actually work so uh the spiritual master is like the electricity if the electricity doesn't reach a certain point the light is not going to go on no matter how many times you switch the light on and off you know uh that light is not going to go on the light is only going to go on if there is actually electricity and of course that electricity is only going to be there if there is a power grid that's creating the electricity so these are the three major connections the power grid which is the origin of the electricity in this case krishna himself the electricity which is the uh who is the um uh the spiritual master and then the power point is actually the uh is actually the service that we get by the instruction of the spiritual master so if we plug into that power point then the juice will flow to the equipment right and we are like the equipment we are like the element that is supposed to light up with uh, transcendental knowledge which means knowledge that is um actionable it means that it is knowledge that not just remains in the realm of theory but comes to the point of actual practice so uh 
So this part of the Shema Bhagavatam is very important for that reason and many other reasons, but this is a very key reason why chapter number 6 is so important. And so, and today we're doing text number 23, which also contains a very, very important uh, uh, element of the same truth that I was talking about, the secret of success, that we have to actually uh, act on the basis of the instruction of the spiritual master like that. So let's uh, uh, chant each word one by one. Sat Sevaya. What did we say? Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. We did that, right? Yeah. Adirgaya. Api. Jata. Mai. Drida. Matihi. Hitva. Avadyam. Imam, Lokam, Ganta, Matjanatam, Asi, Satsevaya Dhirgayapi, Satsevaya Dhirgayapi, Jatamidramatihi, Jata mai dhramatihi Jata sorry Hitvavadyam imam lokam Hitvavadyam imam lokam Ganta majjanatamasi Ganta Majjanatamasi Satsevaya Dhirgayapi Jata Meidramatihi Hitvavadyam Imanglokam Ganta Majjanatamasi Satsevaya Dhirgayapi Jata Maidramatihi Hitvavadyam Imanglokam Ganta Majjanatamasi Satsevaya By the service of the Absolute Truth Adhirgaya, for some days, api, even, jata, having attained, mai, unto me, dhira, firm, matihi, intelligence, hitba, having given up, avadyam, deplorable, Imam, this, Lokam, material worlds, Ganta, going to, Matjanatam, my associates, Asi, become. Translation, by His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Please repeat after me. By service of the Absolute Truth, even for a few days, a devotee attains firm and fixed intelligence in me. Consequently, he goes on to become my associate in the transcendental world after giving up the present deplorable material worlds. So again, by service of the absolute truth, even for a few days, a devotee attains firm and fixed intelligence in Krishna. Consequently, he goes on to become Krishna's associate in the transcendental world after giving up the present deplorable material worlds. Purport by His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. 
Serving the absolute truth means rendering service unto the absolute personality of Godhead under the direction of the bona fide spiritual master who is transparent via medium between the Lord and the neophyte devotee. The neophyte devotee has no ability to approach the absolute personality of Godhead by the strength of his present imperfect material senses. And therefore, under the direction of the spiritual master, he is trained in transcendental service of the Lord. And by such training, even for some days, the neophyte devotee gets intelligence in such transcendental service, which leads him ultimately to get free from perpetual inhabitation in the material worlds and to be promoted through the transcendental world to become one of the liberated associates of the Lord in the kingdom of God. Om Jnana Timirandasya Jnana Janashalaka Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmei Shri Gurave Namaha Namam Vishnupadaya Krishna Pishtaya Bhutale Srimate Tamal Krishna Goswami Nitinadhi So how encouraging this verse is that it is described that by serving Krishna even for a few days a devotee attains firm faith and intelligence in Krishna just a few days of service and how many of us have been in this movement for how long I have personally been in this movement for 38 years you know that's a long time how many few days came in 38 years I mean you know many many tens of thousands of few days have come right so we can be very very assured that this is Krishna's arrangement for us so that we actually give up this world which is described here as deplorable. Deplorable means that uh, you can only criticize this world. You can only say bad things about this world because it's deplorable like that. I mean, that's how bad this place is, that whatever you can say about it is going to be bad because it's the way the material world is. It is a very, very rough place. It is described in the scriptures as being a prison. Now you know, human beings also create prisons for legal purposes, but our prisons are nothing compared to when Krishna creates a prison. Because that prison is going to be much worse. It's going to be much more powerful than the prisons we create because we are such insignificant beings. And being so insignificant, if we make something happen, that thing is also going to be insignificant. Because it comes from something insignificant. But Krishna is most significant. There is no one more significant than Krishna. So when he creates a prison, it's a real trap. Once you get into it, it's very hard to get out. Very hard. Because he makes arrangements in such a way that we, because of illusion, think, oh, this is such a wonderful place. Look at this place. It is so beautiful. It has such nice forests. It has not such nice rivers, such nice lakes, such nice swans, uh, you know, gliding so perfectly on the lake, you know, uh, beautiful mountains, so many beautiful gems, so many beautiful people, the sky is so beautiful, the technology is so nice. <laughs> All this is saying to us, wow, what a nice place this material world is. What's wrong with it? Why do you all criticize this material world? But What's wrong with you all? must be something wrong with you all. You obviously must be part of some cult that you're speaking in those terms and you're trying to cheat people. But actually the fact is that the people of this world are being cheated by Maya. She's trapping them with all this so-called beauty which is not even beautiful because it actually becomes bad over a period of time, right? I remember when I was younger as a devotee, I heard this story of a very great... uh, uh, Muni, and he had a wonderful son. And his son was very, very Nippur. Nippur means very expert uh, at Krishna conscious philosophy. And so, and he was a brahmachari, neshtiki brahmachari, celibate personality. And so, um, you know, parents, as the child grows older, wants to marry the child to a qualified bride so that they can have married life now and move on 
to a grihastha ashram like that. So they were interesting him in different girls and saying, you know, you can marry this girl. She's such a beautiful girl. She's so nice, this, that, and the other. And he would keep saying, no, I don't want to do that. I just want to stay focused on loving Krishna. I love Krishna and I want to be Krishna conscious. I don't want to really get into this type of relationship. It's not of any value to me. So one day, one of his friends introduced him to a girl that was so beautiful that anyone seeing this girl would discharge semen just by seeing her. That's how beautiful she was. So he brought this girl in front of this boy and said, look, she's so beautiful. And he says, no, she's not. He says, yes, she is. He says, no, she's not. And she's saying, how can you say that? She's such a beautiful girl. He said, you wait until she becomes 90 years of age. Let me show you what she's going to look like at 90 years of age. (laughs) Because he was seeing from an eternal point of view. We see from a temporary point of view. What is the situation now? But the truth is not now, the truth is forever. It is now, but it is forever. The now is contained in the forever. It is not now independent of the forever. You see what I'm saying? The truth is not independent of the supreme absolute truth. It is part of the supreme absolute truth, therefore it is also dependent on the supreme absolute truth. You see? So he would see a girl, he would see her all through her life. When she was a baby, and she was pooping every day, and someone was changing her diaper every day, right? He could see her from that point, and the time when she was even in the womb of the mother, and taking birth and crying, because she had to come out of such a small area, and you know, it was very painful exercise, right? For the mother, for the child, very painful. Birth is not a happy birthday, Truly speaking, it's actually quite painful. You know? Uh, Some people even die in the pain. Sometimes the child dies, sometimes the mother dies, sometimes both die in that pain. That's how painful it is. You see what I'm saying? He can see that. He's always seeing that. He's never forgetting what the truth is. He's seeing all the way from there to actually the death. And even before that, that this person was actually in Golok Vrindavan, decided to leave and come to the material world to enjoy separately from Krishna, is learning also that this world is such a terrible place. You know, one time my Guru Maharaj was speaking and he made a very famously powerful point. He said, if you're looking for happiness in this world, if you're looking for happiness in this world, then you also have to accept the misery that comes with it. <laughs> it's actually a fact. Whenever we look for something, yeah, happiness in something, there's some misery that attaches it to it, too, right? Why? Because this world is a place of Dukhalaya. So if misery is not going to attach, what is going to attach? In the ocean, if water is not going to attach, what is going to attach? Because this is an ocean of water. <laughs> you see? So in the same way, the fact remains that in this world, this is actually a deplorable place. It's actually deplorable for everybody. No matter how saintly we are, or how much of a rascal we are, how much of a demon we are, the truth is still the truth. It doesn't change for anybody. right? And so here, the way to get out of this bad situation, this straight jacket that we're in, we're trapped, and, you know, sometimes I also describe this world is not just a jail, but it's also simultaneously a madhouse. It's actually a pagal khana, you know. It's actually a, uh, a mental asylum rolled into uh, the prison. Prison is bad enough if you add the mental asylum into that prison. And then you also add in an intensive care unit of a hospital into the same place. And now you know what you're in. You know know how bad a situation you're in. (laughs) How much you're completely dependent on somebody else actually rescuing you, right? So this is our situation. The spiritual master actually rescues us. You know, the spiritual master is none other than the supreme personality of God incarnated to take us back. And the spiritual master comes in three forms. Comes as the person who introduces us to Krishna consciousness. Comes as the person who teaches us on a day-to-day basis so that we can know what steps to take on a day-to-day basis. 
and comes in the form of uh, inducting us into the parampara so that now we are getting the juice, you know, from the original source, which is Krishna himself. So if we just, you know, if you are experiencing electricity, right? If you touch electricity, what will happen? You get a shock, right? I mean, it'll be a major shock. It won't be just like, okay, you know, some feeling was there. No, it's going to be a shock. Shock means it's going to be heavy. That's why it's called a shock. Otherwise, it's not called a shock. What does a shock mean? It means it's a heavy emotion. You're going to feel some heavy experience here. Right? So just touching the electricity gives you that much shock. You know, being in that electricity for two days will mean what? means you're completely dead materially, right? Materially, it's all over. You know? You'll be back to spiritual form because spiritual form cannot be killed by electricity. Material form can be killed by electricity. Krishna says that in chapter 2 of Bhagavad Gita. You see what I'm saying? So, this is the spiritual master. The spiritual master is such that the touch of the spiritual master should kill all desires for material life. All desires for material enjoyment. Because with the material enjoyment comes a lot of material pain and misery. And that pain and misery is going to be very, very deplorable. It's going to be a very difficult situation to be in. So in this regard, there's a wonderful pastime that I wanted to speak about. By the way, it also says here that the devotee attains firm and fixed intelligence in me. What does firm mean? Firm means that it is cannot be shaken by whatever material arrangements are happening around us, like COVID-19. cannot be shaken by that. And fixed. Fixed means that it is now fixed in Krishna. It has become nishtha. Nishtha means it's fixed now in Krishna. So it means fixed in Krishna means once something is fixed inside something, however that moves, it's going to move with it, right? Like that. That's the idea. So we have to fix our intelligence in Krishna so that whatever Krishna wants will happen. And what Krishna wants is going to be pure bliss. Because he is a bliss master. That's all he does. He's always full of bliss. Krishna is all good, always sweet, always blissful. If we are not feeling blissful, if we are not feeling that sweetness, it's because we are not connected properly, we are not fixed properly in. You see what I'm saying? We're a little loose. <laughs> so when it's a little loose, it's not going to go nicely with the other thumb. It's going to feel a little awkward. And it takes just two days, it says here. The devotee attains firm and fixed intelligence even after a few days. So, it's only a few days depending on our sincerity. How sincere are we? in being Krishna conscious like that. So there's a wonderful story in uh, Braj, in Vrindavan. So there's this little boy and he he heard that Krishna consciousness is the best. Nothing better than Krishna consciousness. It's the most fun thing in creation. And he wanted to have fun, right? Our little boys, they want to have fun, right? They want life, exciting life, have fun, adventure, you know. So just innocent, no uh, no sneakiness in him, just innocent boy. So he went to a sadhu because he heard this sadhu was a guru. He was a spiritual master. He could help a person become fully Krishna conscious, as it says in Bhagavad Gita. This was a tattvadarshi. So he wanted to do, you know, Sevaya to him. He wanted to go to him. Pariprasnaya. Wanted to ask him questions. Wanted to serve him. So that he could also learn to become fully Krishna conscious. So the, uh, so the sadhu looked at him and said, you're such a young boy. He's such a, you know, balak, young boy. Okay. So let me, this is what I'm going to ask you to do. What you do is you go to that goshala in your village and you serve the cows. You serve the cows. The boy, being innocent hearted, no complications in his brain, you know. Our brains are too complicated. We analyze too much. So much analysis that we become paralyzed with the analysis, you know. Analysis to paralysis, like they say, you know. <laughs> we don't know what to do, we become confused, we have doubts, we have fear. All these things happen, you know, confusion like that. 
But he wasn't like that. He was just a simple-hearted boy. And Prabhupada actually says this. He says, Krishna consciousness is not easy, but it is simple. It is simple for the simple-hearted. This is, Krishna consciousness is love parading as a philosophy. That's all it is. It's actually all about love of Krishna. We say that every morning, right? After Mangala, after Tulsi Puja, that the ultimate purpose of life is Krishna Prema. Right? Because that's what everything is. It's all about Krishna Prema. That's what Krishna consciousness means. So this boy, innocent hearted, went straight back to the village and he told the Panch, Panch, Panch there, you know, the Panch is the leader of the Panchayat, you know. All these villages have like a group of elders. They, anything happens, they sort of discuss how to do something. So he went to the Panch and he said to the Panch, I went to the Sadhu to become Krishna conscious. Sadhu told me, you please go and serve the cows in the Goshala. And they had a big Goshala, because this is Vrindavan. So all the Goshala is not small. Thousands of cows like that, big, you know. So Panch said, okay, Sadhu told you, fine. I accept. Because he himself knew, Sadhu says something, you follow. You follow, you will be happy. Krishna will be happy, you will be fine, everything will be first class. And he knew this Sadhu was very, very Krishna conscious. He was very, very advanced devotee of Krishna. So the Panch told him, fine. Made the arrangement so he can go to the Goshala and he served in the Goshala. This boy grew up to be the most brilliant devotee ever. He was so good that he could explain any verse in any scripture perfectly. He learned everything just by serving the cow. There was no scripture there in serving the cow. There was no Bhagavatam classes and Bhagavad Gita classes. Now we might think, how is that even possible? He's serving the cows. You know, in India, cowherds are not considered very high-class, high intelligent people. Right? In fact, sometimes when people are criticized, they say, oh, you goalia, you cowherd, what do you know? Right? They'll say that, not very smart. But he became the smartest, most intelligent. He could defeat anybody in philosophy. He knew everything so perfectly, he could explain any situation perfectly. So the question became, how? How is that even possible? And the answer was given, because he did what his spiritual master told him to do. Because transcendental knowledge does not come by education. It does not come by reading and things like that. It comes from tadvidi pranipatena pariprashnena sevya opadakshyate jnanam jnanena stavadashna. You have to do service. You have to be uh, surrendered. You have to surrender to the uh, the instructions of the spiritual master. Prabhupada was surrendered to his spiritual master's instruction. He understood that my spiritual master's instruction is my life and soul. Every morning we do Mangalarti and we sing this prayer, Sangsara Davanala. And actually that prayer uh, is uh, uh, written, has been written by Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur. So Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur explains how to become completely successful in life. He says you have to do three things. You have to first find a spiritual master and get an instruction from him. Then secondly, you have to ask everybody, every Tom, Dick and Harry and his pet dog, what that instruction means. So that you can understand the instruction completely, 360 degree understanding of that instruction. And then the third thing that happens is because you understood the instruction so nicely, you will become the instruction yourself. You'll be so intimately connected to the instruction that you will be the living uh, part of that instruction. You are the life of that instruction. You are living that instruction. And you can see Srila Prabhupada did that, right? He didn't want to go to visit Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasvitaka. His friend said, please go. Let's go. He's a nice sadhu. You'll be okay. He said, no, I know so many nice sadhus. So many nice sadhus come to my house every day. <laughs> my father loves sadhus. I've seen so many sadhus. Some sadhu says this, some sadhu says that. I already know so much. 
Why I need to listen to another sadhu? No, please come. Say when. When he heard Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, he understood this is my spiritual master. This man is speaking perfectly. This sadhu is bringing everything to its final conclusion. So then he made a resolution. His spiritual master told him, You're a smart boy. Why don't you preach in English? Why don't you go to the West and preach in English? Like that. You see? So then he determined, Yes, I will do. And because I will do, I will be able to see Krishna face to face. And I take a vow that in this life, I will see Krishna face to face. (laughs) What a strong vow, right? How can you make Krishna come and see you face to face? I mean, that's... Don't even talk about it. Krishna is independent. He's Swarat. He won't come to see you unless he wants to come and see you. You can't make him come to see you. That's generally how we understood. But Prabhupada didn't understand it that way. Prabhupada understood, if I follow the instruction of my spiritual master with all of my heart and soul, then Krishna will come to see me. And it's actually a fact. That is actually a fact. So this boy, he simply served the cows. And by simply serving the cows, because these cows are not simple persons. These cows are mothers of Krishna. What the mother can't give you? What the child can give you, the mother can definitely give you, right? And Krishna is mother cow's child. He always sees mother cow with a lot of love and affection. He sees the calves as his brothers and sisters. He sees the bull as his father. You see? So, by doing this, otherwise considered to be menial and and simple service, this boy became the most advanced devotee of Krishna. How much this should give us heart, that this is our process. This is our process. We should listen to our Marga Pradesha Guru, our Siksha Guru, our Diksha Guru, get an instruction that is according to our nature, right? This little boy, what he could do? But he could help milk the cows. The farmers will tell you, right? When the child grows up, even when the child is very young, two-year-old, three-year-old, they show them how to milk the cow. <laughs> child learns how to milk a cow. Before he even learns the alphabet, he already knows how to milk the cow. See? Simple activity. But complete satisfaction. Why? Because it is the instruction of the spiritual master. This is the essence of Bhagavad Gita. We have to become fixed in our intelligence. We have to become firm that yes, I know my spiritual master's instruction can deliver me. We don't have faith. That's our problem. Our problem is we think something else will deliver me because there are big universities out there, there are big wealthy businessmen out there, there are so many successful programs, materially so-called successful programs, and we think, ha, but those things are doing better than my spiritual master. My spiritual master is a simple person. But look, Bill Gates is so much more powerful. Oh, look, look, this man is, so that woman, this, this cow, this dog, this cat, this snake, this business, this organization, this whatever, is much more powerful. Why shouldn't listen to them? Why shouldn't they? This is material conditioning. And our movement will only be successful so long as we don't get caught in that trap. We have to remain fixed on the instruction of the spiritual master. And people will say, when you quote your spiritual master, you're dropping names. Because they have no faith in the spiritual master. They don't have the faith in the words of the sadhu. So when you quote the name of a sadhu, they say you're just dropping names. Now that's not dropping names. This is our process. You see? Maya will say that is dropping names. That is Maya. People are very smart. Because they have more faith in Maya than they have in Krishna. So they will say things that are ghost-haunted, like that. And we have to read the Bhagavatam because the Srimad Bhagavatam is our best friend. There is no better friend than Srimad Bhagavatam. Srimad Bhagavatam is Krishna himself. He's our best well-wisher. He's our complete wealth. He's our complete fame. He is whatever you're looking for in this world, he is the complete part of it. 
And so somehow or the other, if we stay connected to the Srimad Bhagavatam, stay connected to the devotees, stay connected to this process that Srila Prabhupada has given us of chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Because the holy names are Krishna himself. Krishna himself say, said, please chant the holy names. In the form of Goranga Mahaprabhu, he said, Om Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. He actually said, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. It is Shoda Shakanam Nam, Kali Kalma Shunashanam, Nata Uparatarapaya, Sarva Vedeshu Dishati. Hare Nam, Hare Nam, Hare Nam, Evi Kevalam. Kalo Nasteva, 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 Kitrinata. Many, many statements like that. Very clearly, Lord Chaitanya explained that this is our process. Somehow or the other, we have to get them to this point of chanting the holy names. If you look at the seven purposes of ISKCON, you can see that one of the purposes is the promotion of the holy name of Sankirtan. And it is right at the middle. If you look at all the purposes sitting in the middle, it's the heart. So really, our process is very simple. Prabhupada is the spiritual master of this movement. He is the uh, the prime Siksha Guru of this movement. The the essential, uh, quintessential spiritual master of our movement. And he has given us many instructions. Take one of those instructions to heart, any one of those instructions to heart, and make it happen. Make it your life. And if you have a spiritual master who is a disciple of Srila Prabhupada, he may have given some instruction, or she may have given, depending on who the person is, because Diksha Gurus, Siksha Gurus, they can all give instruction. You see, Mahapada Guru. So it could be a he, it could be a she. Gives the instruction, take that instruction, run with it, all success will come. All success will come. Once Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is the original Supreme Personality of Godhead himself, was, had gone to a latrine, you know, in the public latrine to pass stool, you know. And so, uh, his habit was when he would be doing that, he would bite his tongue like that. Because all he wanted to chant Hare Krishna, so he'd bite his tongue, so he's not chanting while he's passing stool like that. So then, then he went to wash his hand and everything, and this little boy saw him. So he said, uh, Baba, what are you doing? He says, I'm biting my tongue. Why are you biting your tongue? He says, I'm passing stool, I don't want to change the holy name of the Lord while I'm passing stool. The little boy said, no. You can chant Hare Krishna anytime. There is no circumstance under which you can't chant Hare Krishna. You can chant Hare Krishna anytime. Right? So, Guranga Mahaprabhu became so happy, he embraced this child, said, you're my guru, you're my guru. Thank you. You know? Completely loved this boy. This boy turned out to be the most brilliant uh, devotee, uh, uh, like amazingly brilliant devotee. You know, his name became his name. He was his name was Gopal, so he became known as Gopal Guru. Became <laughs> known as Gopal Guru, and he was so powerful. <clears throat> his disciples used to love him so much. He started initiating people, and he grew a little more. He started initiating his disciples. These disciples loved him very much. So when he left his body, the disciples decided to do his cremation right in the middle of the state park. Now you know, the king makes the state park, so beautiful place so people can go and relax there. And you know, like that, right? Peaceful place like that. But these guys decided to put, make their own funeral pyre right in the middle of the park. And you know, burn the, uh, cremate the spiritual master. So the king's uh, soldiers found out and they came and told him, you can't do that. This is a park. This is not the place. You go to the crematorium. Do it there. No, no. We're going to do it here. Why? This is the most important person. He doesn't go to the crematorium. He's going to do it right here in this most beautiful place. We're going to do his commission here. The king's soldiers tried very hard. They wouldn't, wouldn't agree. So they went to the king. They said, look, these people are not listening. You know, we can uh, punish them right now. But we want to take your permission because they're devotees. We know you love them so much, so we want to take your permission. What should we do? King said, don't worry, I'll, I'll take care of it. The king came himself, said, please, this is a state park. Why 
come, I'll show you a place in the palace where, you know, a nice place in the palace can do it there. The state market? No, we're going to do it right here. So then, king thinking, what should I do? You know what I mean? So then, Gopal Guru, who was, body was lying on the top of the, uh, he got up, came off the thing, said to the king, let them do it. You know, my disciples, I know they're a little uh, uh, fanatical, but you will see, it'll be okay. You know, king said, oh, please, I mean, a dead man coming off the, you know, by telling them, you know what I mean, that's like, when does that happen, you know? So, uh, so the king said, okay. So then they, he went back and he lay down. And they lit the, uh, the, and got burnt, everything got burnt. But the way it happened was, it got burnt so nicely, there's hardly any ash that was left. Little bit of ash was left. And the whole place became fragrant with beautiful fragrance. So the state park became even more beautiful. <laughs> All the birds started singing, all the animals were so happy, they never smelled such nice air. They never smelled such nice air. They never felt such nice atmosphere. Can you imagine the strength of the spiritual master? <laughs> that after he dies, he can create a situation like that? You know? Another time, the disciples were in a controversy about something, you know? Did we come from the spiritual world or we are here and then we get qualified, then we go to the spiritual world. You know how these types of controversies happen inside this con, right? So they're having a controversy and disciples were on two sides of the same story, of the, of the story. So then they were sitting under a tree, suddenly their spiritual master turned up. He had already passed away long ago. He turned up. Right there in front of them, in person. And then told them what the philosophy was, they all understood, everybody was perfect after that. This is Gopal Guru. What was his great service? What was his great service? He told the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Supreme Absolute Truth. He gave him an instruction. He gave the original Supreme Personality of Godhead, who came only for this one purpose, so that we will chant Hare Krishna, we will do Sankirtan. They told him something about it. And the Supreme Lord, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the original Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Supreme Absolute Truth, became so happy, hugged him, and said, thank you. So happy you gave me this. I feel so happy now. I don't like to bite my tongue. I wanted to always chant Krishna's name. Satatam kirtayantama. Satantachadridavrata. You know? Like that. So, we never know what service we will get at what time. But if we are Krishna conscious, then we will see the service when it comes. That yes, this is what I've been told to do, or this is what I'm being asked to do. And if you simple-heartedly just carry out your service with love and affection, Krishna will accept it. And if Krishna accepts it, going back to God, it is guaranteed. No question. But because this is imperfect world, we go to that place where Krishna is performing his pastime. That's all. Because there we get born in the womb of a gopi and then one of the nice disciples of Tulsi Maharani will train us up to become perfect devotees. And the training system is so nice, you don't even feel like you're being trained because you you looked upon as just one of the eternal associates of Krishna, just like all of the eternal associates. Prabhupada even says that even Krishna can't tell which one came from Dallas, which one came from New York, which one came from Mars, which one came from Goloka Bindavan. He says he can't tell. Obviously, the one from Golokupinavan is not being trained, right? That's Nitya Siddha. The one from Dallas is Nitya Baddha, right? He or she is being trained, right? But Krishna can't tell the difference. Because uh, Tulsi Maharani's servant is so smart in the training system that immediately she starts training, this person becomes perfect. So you can't tell. Here, when you're training someone, it's obvious in the early stages of the training, this person is learning. This person doesn't know what to do. They're still learning. They don't become perfect the moment your teacher touches you, right? No one going to school, as soon as the kindergarten teacher sees the student, the student becomes perfect. No. It doesn't happen. Because this imperfect world. In the perfect world, that's how it works. 
you immediately become perfect. And then the perfection gets become more perfect and more perfect and more perfect. That's all. How nice a place, right? So we should aspire to go to that place. And that is what we pray every morning to Lucy Maharani. Please, allow me to serve like this. That is why we do Tulsi Puja. We do Nisingadev's Puja because Lord Nisingadev is Bhaktavatsala. He loves his devotees so much. He will tell the devotee who you are in the spiritual world. But do we love Lord Nisingadev that much? Are we simple-heartedly loving Lord Nisingadev? For those who do, they get big results. You might have heard of the story in South Africa of this little girl who was playing with a ball. The ball went into the street. And she was not, you know, she was a person, not even a Indian-bodied person, just a Western-bodied person. And, but she liked going to a temple because her father and mother would take her to the temple. And she knew nothing about Krishna consciousness, but she loved Nisingadev. Whenever Lord Nisingadev's pranam would happen, she was like, wow, this sounds so nice. She would dance when Nisingadev's pranam was happening. And whenever she saw Nisingadev, she loved him. She said, oh, nice person, such a beautiful person. Most people feel horror. You know, they feel horror, you know. I feel afraid. Oh, nothing in there. Claws, blood, all this, you know, anger. You know what I mean? Lion. <laughs> but she never looked at it like that. She looked, oh, I'm such a nice person. Nothing, everything, nothing in there, nothing in there, nothing in there. Every time she would sing like that. So one day, she was playing ball, and her father was looking from the window. The ball went to the street. She went to the street. This 18-wheeler came, barreling down the road, not able to stop, hit her really hard. She flew many yards away. Her father was horrified. He loved his child so much. He ran to pick up his child. Picked up the child. And she was obviously knocked out, right? So took her to the hospital. Quickly, immediately took her to the hospital. Just that she could be revived. You know? And they took an x-ray of her. And when the x-ray was shown to the doctor, the doctor says, it's the wrong x-ray. He says, why? There's nothing wrong with his body. This body is perfect. You gave me the wrong x-ray. That person had a nasty accident. There'll be a lot of broken bones in there. There's no broken bone in this one. You know, you gave me the wrong x-ray. So the nurse is saying, no, doc, this is the right x-ray. I, I, I took the x-ray myself. I'm bringing it to you. There's no other plate I have. This is the only plate I have. He said, Come, let's go and have a look at her. So when I looked at her, and said, but she's fine. There's nothing wrong with her. This... Father is making up stories that she had an accident and this, that, and happened and everything. You know? So then the girl said, no, 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 there was an accident. I, I saw the truck came, it hit me. I flew. But then when I flew, Lord Nisingadev came and he held me. And then he put me down on the ground. And when he touched me, I felt very good. I was feeling some pain, but when he touched me, I felt very good. He says, look, this is the mark of his claws. And the doctor looked and said, it has to be a lion, it can't be anything else. This mark cannot be made by the nails of a human being. It has to be a lion's claws that make this mark. So then they heard that others had also seen it, and they also knew that this had happened. And they confirmed it, actually it's happened to this girl. Now look at this girl, this girl is innocent, right? She doesn't have any great complication in her life, she loves Lord Nisimha, that's all. There's no big deal. She's not loving Lord and saying that she can become an advanced devotee. So she can preach Krishna consciousness. And he just loves. That's all. Love in the heart. Pure love in the heart. Look at the result. If we can just learn this, it's very hard to learn this because we've become so complicated. We've become so advanced in our material consciousness. <laughs> it's hard to understand simplicity like this, love like this. So, the acharyas, the sadhus, they prescribe a very nice statement, antarnishtha bahir lok vyahar. At least internally be simple. Externally, yeah, you're going to be a little complicated because the world expects you to be a little complicated, right? Not so simple-hearted, you know what I'm saying? Not a simpleton like they say in English. But internally we can be like that. Internally we can be simple-hearted. We can understand, I love Krishna. I don't know anything about Krishna, but I love him. Everything about Krishna is lovable to me. If I hear anything about Krishna, I become very happy. If I see Krishna, I become very happy. Anything that touches Krishna, I'm very happy. And then you start seeing everything in connection to Krishna. You see something blue and you think, wow, that's the reflection of Krishna's body. He must be around close somewhere. If it's reflecting his color, that means he must be around, right? The sky is blue. Why? Because it's reflecting Krishna's color. 
Krishna is blue, so his effulgence obviously is going to be blue, right? So sky is part of his effulgence. It's going to be blue. What else? What other color do you expect it to be? Why is there so much green in this world? Because Krishna's blue is touching Radharani's uh, uh, yellow. And yellow and blue, when it mixes, what happens? Becomes green. So that's why there's so much green around the world. Every, every There's plenty of greenery, right? Why so much greenery? Because so much love of Krishna. Radha and Krishna getting together means love of Krishna, right? It's love. It's a union of love. So we see everything in Krishna. We see red. Red means what? Red means love, right? Red is love. That's why when they say, I love you, the heart color is what color? It's not another. It's not blue, green, you know, orange. <laughs> Sometimes orange. White. It's, it's red. Red is the color of love. I love Krishna. I read Krishna. So when you see red, immediately you should think, oh, love Krishna. My heart, boom, 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 boom. Thinking about Krishna. My heart is beating for Krishna. It's pounding for Krishna. Just like when you see a beautiful girl, you fell in love with her, your heart's going to pound, right? Boom, 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 You can feel it. <laughs> so like that, we see everything in connection to Krishna. We see every person as very connected to Krishna. Krishna says, Jivera Surupoy Nitya Krishna Das. Everyone is Krishna's servant. Aham Bij Pradapita, I am the seed giving father of all living entities. Best of all, he says, Suhidam Sarvabhutanam, I am the greatest lover of every living entity. So we see any living entity, we say, This is Krishna's most beloved. Immediately we see Krishna. Anything we see Krishna, everyone we see Krishna. Because Krishna says, you know, Aham Sarvasya Prabhavaha, Mattaha Sarvam Pravartati. Everyone and everything comes from Krishna. So this is the story of the Srimad Bhagavatam. This is what the Srimad Bhagavatam is trying to convince us. Ete Chamsa Krishna, Ete Chamsa Kalaha Pumsham, Krishna Stu Bhagavan Swayam. Krishna is the original Supreme Personality of Godhead. Our purpose is somehow or the other, you know, to love Krishna. Savay Pumsam Parodharmo Yator Bhaktir Adhokshije. Somehow or the other, we always, always, always think of Krishna and uh, we love Krishna very dearly in every way, uh, continuously and without any other motivation. Just kick all the other motivations out. This is Lord Nisimhadev's blessing to us. He can put his heavy claws inside our heart and take all the black inside the heart out, all the black matter all the things that are bad in our heart, pull it out, you know. That's why we pray to him every morning like that. So we get purified like that. Hare Krishna. Any questions you'd like to ask? So your question is, how do you resolve that, right? So the question that's being asked is because I said that uh, uh, the Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur said that there are three things we have to do. Uh, uh, seek out a spiritual master and, and gain an instruction from the spiritual master and then ask every Tom, Dick and Harry and his pet dog about it so you can understand the instruction 360 degree and then become the instruction becomes part of us we become part of the instruction we instruction we merge into one another like that so uh, so the question is when you're asking other people you hear different answers from different people and sometimes those answers can be even conflicting or even if they're not conflicting, they're nuanced in some way. It's not the same thing that is being said. So the the answer to that is that when we're hearing from all these people, we're trying to hear Krishna's voice come through. You see? So when we're hearing from all these people, we hear a variety of things. Prabhupada would say that the best way to make a decision is to hear from others and then you decide. You see what I'm saying? What is your nature? What you think is going to please Krishna the most? What are you going to feel most enthusiastic and determined about and convinced about? You see what I'm saying? You pick that out from that. So more or less what they're giving you is just see what they're saying as options. Okay, this option, this option, this option, this option, this option. Just like when you go to a feast, why why do people love a feast? Because there are options, right? In a feast there are many items there and you can choose which one you like to eat more. You see? So, in the same way, uh, by speaking to others, 
by listening to others. Some of them are very fierce materialistic people. Some people are very, very advanced devotees and everybody's somewhere in the middle, right? And they all have a variety of ideas that can go 360 degree too. <laughs> Pointing in all directions. You see what I'm saying? So it's our purpose then to bring it together. And how do we bring it together? We do have a few people that we know who are uh, ever well wishes. I mean, they are totally wishing us well. They have not a bone in their body for any other purpose in their life except solely Krishna's pleasure. Solely Goranga Mahaprabhu's pleasure. Like that, right? So they will actually also help you understand the other instructions you heard from other people, the other ideas. They can actually bring it together and help you make it into a unified understanding that will, more than anything else, will make you so enthusiastic that no matter what obstacle comes in the way, you will think it's okay. (laughs) Because you love doing what you love doing. Just like in this world, you know, some people are very interested in becoming billionaires, right? Now, of course, they talk about trillionaire. But still, billionaire is considered pretty good. Millionaire is nothing now. You know what I'm saying? So they want to become billionaires, right? So I work with some of them. I help do training for them so they can become billionaires. So they, so one thing that I see, those who want to become billionaires is, they're ready to do hard work. They're ready to do things others are not ready to do. They'll take breakfast in the night. All day long they'll go without food. You know? By the time they wake up, the children have already gone. Uh, by the time they wake, uh, when they wake up, the children are still sleeping and they take off to their work. By the time they come back from their work, it's so late, the children have already gone to sleep. They don't even get to see their own children. <laughs> right? Why they go through all these uh, difficult situations? Because they're looking, I'll become billionaire. When I become billionaire, everything will be solved. All problems will be solved. I'll become the happiest person in the world. I can do whatever I like. You know what I mean? So, they're looking forward to the results so much that the process, the things that, the, the, the relationships and the things they have to do on the way are okay. Whatever it is, it's okay. They don't become resentful. They're unresentful. You see what I'm saying? So, basically the idea is in trying to figure out the instruction, we should become so enthusiastic. In fact, we become greedy. The word used is lolium. We become greedy, just like these businessmen who want to become billion. They become greedy, right? They will charge their customer so much money. They'll rip off their customer <laughs> just to become billionaire. So greedy for the money. They don't even see the pain they're putting on some other type of person. Now, we are not like that. We see other people's pain as my own pain, worse than my pain. You know? Right? So in that sense, we're not the same. But we are the same in the sense that we're looking to please Krishna. The smile on Krishna's face for us is worth more than any numbers of, any amount of money. You can put billions and trillions of trillions of trillions of dollars together. It's worth nothing to us compared to the smile on Krishna's face. That's all we're looking for. We want Krishna to smile, feel happy. And Krishna is very happy to smile. <laughs> but we're not doing. <laughs> That's why one day I was talking, we're trying to figure out, you know, not figure out, but we're moving ahead with a new organization structure for the temple, this, that, and the other. So one of the persons I was talking to, she said to me, she was giving advice, so she's saying to me, you know, the secret lies in execution. Can you please make sure the execution happens? You come up with these nice, brilliant ideas, plan this, that, and the other. We don't execute. What is the point of the plan, Right? It's all in the execution. And that's actually true. It is in the execution, heavily in the execution. Yes, it is heavily in the relationship, but the execution is for the relationship. You see? And the goal is Krishna Prema, like that. So, you can see how you can resolve now. Because this whole world is like that, right? So many things you can do in this world. You can do this business, that job, this, that, and the other. You've got a lot of options, right? And then you choose which one? the one that you think is going to work best for you. And then you might ask some people, right? Who are very close to you, they might know you a little better. And then your life is going to be so much better. See, this boy never thought he will become a gualbal, right? He never thought he will milk cows. But through the cows, he became the most advanced devotee. 
He went thinking, I'll learn something and he'll teach me how to chant nicely, how to read Bhagavatam nicely, how I can become a nice devotee, like everybody else is doing, right? But that's not really spiritual master doing. Spiritual master, no, you go and milk the cows. You take care of the cows. You take care of their cow dung. <laughs> Got best results. The power of following the instruction of spiritual master. This is Krishna's most important advice to us. He says, one who thinks he is my devotee is not my devotee. But one who thinks that he is the devotee of my devotee is my devotee. So Krishna is telling us so many ways, right? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Vanchakalpatur Bhischa. Kripasandhu Bhyayavacha. Patitanam Pavanebhya. Vaishnavebhya. Namo Namah. Anantkoti Vaishnava Vrindaki Jai. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Shri Shri Radha Kalachanji Ki Jai. Shri Gaurabhakta Vrindaki Jai. Nitai Gaurapanandi Hari Hari.